Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Greetings and salutations, everyone. It's Rich Wilson. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Live. Today is uh, March 3rd, about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. You're probably hearing this about a week late. As you're listening to this, I am probably at a spring training game. Uh, On Sunday, I head off to Florida with a couple of pit stops back and forth. I've got meetings set up with some people i uh, going to go see some amateur guys, going to obviously see some spring training guys, go to the backfields, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I uh, figured I would uh, load up the queue with a couple of podcasts, and we are doing a rookie of the kind of up, up. What can we expect with some rookies that are going to be coming up this year, guys that you must own, guys that you probably want to consider owning, and then some sleepers. I did the American League a couple of days ago, and you probably have already listened to that, and now we're going to do the National League. But of course, I left off a couple of guys from the American League. American League has a few more players than the National League does, so uh, it's a couple of kids that are really, really under the radar. I have no idea if they're going to be major contributors or not, but I like what they're doing. They've definitely taken steps up. Uh, they started taking steps up last year, and in one case, the guy has already had his major league debut, and that is Michael Garcia out of the Kansas City Royals. Uh, we talked about him when I did the um, the Kansas City Royal write-up, um, and it's a kid that I, I have as a bit of a sleeper for this season. So why do I think he's uh, a um, a sleeper? First, he's a very good defender, plus defender, can play short, obviously second and third if needed, which ultimately might make him a utility player. Um, makes good contact, average last year, let me bring up a stat line, average uh, I don't know, 22% um, strikeout rate and looks like in AAA, uh, 226 and 186 plate appearances, 369 plate appearances, and double A, a 16% strikeout rate, and he's got an approach that's decent. Stole 39 bases last year, so plus runner. It's not a great swing. He kind of uh, he kind of pulls his front side out a little bit, opens that up, trying to get the power. He did hit 11 
home runs yet last season, which was, you know, a high. His next highest is 2021 when he hit four. In 2019, he hit one. So he is starting to come into a little bit of power. If he does, that combined with his ability to make contact and his approach and his plus speed and his versatility in the infield, I think gives him a chance to be a full-time regular. Now, can he beat out Bobby Witt Jr.? Not a chance. Does Bobby Witt Jr. move to third? He could. Uh, Michael Garcia is the better uh, shortstop, but Bobby Witt Jr. is your face of the franchise. So I would assume, you know, that Garcia could move to third base this season. And then you got Michael Massey playing second base. Do I completely believe in that? I don't think so. And uh, so I think there's there is opportunity for uh, Garcia to play. We saw him a little bit last year and did not look lost in the big leagues. So he's one of my deep, deep sleepers. Again, a lot of things have to break his way. Uh, let's see, what did Massey do last year? Uh, he's already 25 years old, so he was a late bloomer. Let me bring that up real quick here. Um, yeah, look at the approach. I mean, it just never walks. Hit 243 in uh, 52 games. 307 on base percentage. Again, a walk rate of 4.6. A little bit of speed, a little bit of pop, but not a... I mean, it's it's average, actually below average power. Eh, I'm going to call it average power, average speed. Um, and, you know, strikes out a little bit too much. So a little bit of contact problem. So I think Garcia could could push him out as well. So, I mean, there's there's opportunity. That's... Yeah, that's what you get when you're looking for deep sleepers. That is Michael Garcia, one. Second guy is Parker Meadows. He's been around for a while, younger brother of Austin Meadows, and has has been a guy that's really underperformed over the last couple of seasons. And part of the reason uh, was the Detroit Tigers really messed with his swing back in 2021, and consequently, in 408 plate appearances and. Uh, high A, he hit 208. Last year, he started turning things around, particularly in the second half, uh, back down to a sub 20% strikeout rate, always working, walks, 16 home runs, 17 stolen bases, managed to hit uh, 275, is having a really good spring. The Detroit Tigers are, are back on track with this guy. They've let him go back to his old swing. Uh, and I think there's a chance we could see him at some point. I mean, it's not like the Tigers are overflowing with talent at the big league level. It, it's it's going to take a while because again, it's you know it's a full, it's a full season at Double A. I had a chance to see him play. That's why I'm bringing him up. I did see him after he went back to his old swing. So you know you could see him spend a couple of months in Triple A, and then there's a chance we see him. So that is Parker. Meadows. So those are two guys in the American League I should have brought up last uh, last time I did the podcast, but I just did not. Let's move on to the National League. At the top of the list is somebody that you all know. I'm not sure what else to say about this guy. Corbin Carroll, uh, power, double plus speed. He's got a patient approach. Uh, I say power. I mean, that's the thing that we just don't know yet. I mean, he's not a big guy. Uh, somebody commented that Somebody else said on the podcast that they stood toe to toe with them, and they're six feet one, and he was about the same height as uh, Corbin Carroll. Uh, unless he's grown here in the last couple of years, 
He is not that kind of size. He's a little guy. He's more five foot ten, five foot nine. Kind of Mookie Betts is not a big guy either, and Mookie Betts is incredibly athletic and obviously turned out to be a superstar. Um, he's Corbin Carroll's even faster than Mookie Betts. So, I mean, it's all sitting there for Corbin Carroll to be an absolute superstar in the game. Obviously, a chance to be rookie of the year while he's top of the list. I, I, you know, I wish he was bigger. There is still com- some concern about exactly how much power he's going to have. Um, but you, there's no denying that the upside is there. He's going early in drafts. So he's a guy that must be owned. I'm probably bypassing on him. I'm going with Gunnar Henderson if I'm going to go early and drafts on a rookie player. For me, it's Gunnar Henderson over Corbin Carroll. Even though Corbin Carroll has higher fantasy upside, I think Gunnar Henderson is the lower risk guy. And for and I, if you've been listening to our podcast for a while, you know that I drafted pretty much an all rookie team last year with uh, Aaron Judge, uh, Aaron Judge, and a bunch of bunch of rookies in my NFC team, and it was terrible. I I I got out. I got to like tenth place in early September, and then I fell out and pretty much spent all but two or three weeks uh, in last place. So I ended up the year in last place. And it's funny I had Bobby Witt Jr. I did not have Julio Rodriguez because I didn't think he'd be up. I drafted on June, January first, that first couple of weeks, and at that point he was not looking like he was going to come up. But I had Adley Rutschman. Uh, Bobby Witt Jr., all the guys, all the guys that came up last season, and they're all going high in drafts this year, but they didn't get cranking until, you know, that last month of the year, and a lot of them sat at the last couple of weeks, and that's why I dropped off. But you could see as the season progressed, my team progressively got better, but it just was not enough. Uh, I bet you've had that team this year. I at least finished mid-pack because it's, you know, the talent it was there. My point is you have to be careful with drafting rookies in your fantasy team. And I'm going to go, in this case, for the higher, the lower upside guy, but the lower risk guy as well. That is Corbin Carroll. Number two is Miguel Vargas. Uh, Looks like he's going to play second base for the Dodgers. If you've watched any of the highlights so far from spring training, you see what I've seen, and that is a guy that just not—he just doesn't swing at bad pitches. I mean, he is up there. He knows his plate. He knows he understands strikes, uh, balls from strikes. He won't swing after a ball. You're not going to see him out there hacking away. So he's going to be able to hit. There's a lot of power in there, and he's got some speed. It's a very, very interesting guy. Uh, last year, 17 home runs, 16 stolen bases. I uh, did see the major leagues for a little bit. I Again, Corbin Carroll's got much higher upside, but Miguel Vargas could be a poor 2020 guy next year, or not next year, this season coming up. So it, it wouldn't be surprised me if he gets like 21 home runs, 17 stolen bases, kind of that profile, and a kid that really hits. I like the player a lot. Uh, I think he fit better at first base. I think that's ultimately because he's not a very good defender at second, short, or third. But the need at the moment is is second base, and that's where he's going to play. Number three is Jordan Walker. Now, I got it as a must-add just because he's Jordan Walker, and the upside is crazy if he gets the call. I don't think he gets the call until midway through the season. So am I going to spend a high draft pick on him? No. 
but he could be a guy that that plays so well coming up June, July, August, and September, if you will, that he could win the Rookie of the Year. I mean, we see it all the time. Guys, this has come up and shove it. Uh, um, Michael Harris did not start the season uh, with the Atlanta Braves, and he won the uh, he won the Rookie of the Year. So it 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 it, it happens. In fact, it happens most of the time because usually rookies don't start the season up in the major leagues. That's just a new phenomenon because of the CBA changes. But I like Walker. There's speed, there's power, there's a feel of a hit. But he's also very young, still learning to figure out how to play the outfield. The The Cardinals have a chance to be a playoff team and a very good playoff team. They want to make sure that he is very ready and ready to go. Uh, before they call him up. So again, I, you could see him spending you know, at least a couple of months down in the minor leagues. That's Jordan Walker. Number four is Ezekiel Tovar with the Colorado Rockies. He's probably going to start the season at shortstop with the Rockies. Great defender. I just, I'm not sure about the strength at the plate yet. There's a little bit of C.J. Abrams in him. He's just not a big guy yet. Uh, I don't know how much power and speed well speed will be there because he's a he's got speed and that always plays I'm just not sure there's going to be enough power and enough umph in his swing to even uh, be much more than a singles hitter so he could be a guy that gets overwhelmed long term I love the upside of this guy obviously with the 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 speed and the potential power but he has been moved very very aggressively the Rockies go to the beat of their own drum and they want to, they want him to be their shortstop and by God, they're bringing him up. So, and it sounds like uh, Brendan Rogers is already hurt. So that's even more of a chance that Tovar uh, breaks camp with the Colorado Rockies. Would I be drafting him early? No, because I I just don't know what kind of fantasy upside there's going to be. There'll be speed there, but it could come with a challenging, uh, first of all, he's going to be batting at the bottom of the order. It could come with a challenging batting average and on-base percentage and not a ton of power. So uh, that could be the fantasy upside this year. Long-term, it's all good. Another guy that I think should be owned, but again, another risky pick. If we go back and take a look at the American League, these are guys that were going to play. Um, you know, you, you started off with uh, Gunnar Henderson, Tristan Cassis, Logan O'Hoppe, Esther Ruiz, Hunter Brown, uh, Drew Waters, if you went got hurt, Josh Young, these Oscar Colas, Ken Waldichuk, Kai Mueller, these are all guys that are likely going to break camp with full-time roles. We've already gotten to two players with Jordan Walker and now Indy Rodriguez that I doubt are going to start the season in on the Major League roster. So you can see where the more assured rookies are in the American League this this year. But I love Indy Rodriguez. He was one of the best players in minor league baseball last year, is moving quickly. He does play for the Pittsburgh Pirates, and you never can tell. Having said that, um, O'Neill Cruz, they brought him up, and he they, they played him. Keep Ryan Hayes, they brought him up, and they're playing him. So hopefully they'll do the same thing with Indy Rodriguez and, and bring him up. Look, 302, 395, 544, controlled the strike zone well last year. I like the player a lot. And he's a guy, 
at least I know on my NFBC team I have him drafted. I went earlier on him, and then I got forgot who I got as my maybe Elias Elias Diaz or somebody like that is kind of my fill in until Andy Rodriguez gets the call. And I'm hoping it's going to be by June. Number six is Ryan Nelson, right in a pitcher with the Arizona Diamondbacks. I think there's a very good chance he breaks camp with the team. Um, he did not pitch well in AAA, but once he got to the major leagues, he looked awfully good. Fastball sits mid-90s. He's got a great curveball, uh, and he's got a solid to above-average changeup. So it's a good arsenal, not a great arsenal, but a very good arsenal. The whole thing plays off because he throws strikes. So I like this player a lot, and I think we see him. We're going to get to another potential Diamondback that I see uh, as, well, there's two more that I see as potential being part of that rotation by midseason. So those are the guys that I guess must own, and I think it's a pretty soft must own. Let's take a break, get back, and uh, do the guys... It should be up sooner rather than later. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission... Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So that's six guys that would be must own, and I'm not even sure that's really stretched in some cases. Potential upside. Ten guys here. The first is Sal Fralick. He could break camp uh, with the Milwaukee Brewers. Plus speed, solid hit tool. Uh, I think he could be the leadoff hitter that uh, the Milwaukee Brewers really need. I don't think it's going to be this year, but he's having a good camp. Um, And good on-base percentage skills, much better than Harrison Bader uh, from a fantasy upside, even though Harrison Bader's probably faster. Uh, Sal Freilich, I think, is the more better overall player has gotten stronger. And I think, uh, whereas Harrison Bader probably becomes a fourth outfielder from a uh, major league standpoint. I think Sal Freilich becomes full-time regular, potentially borderline star. In my opinion, uh, next guy is Bryce Terang. 
Um, could break camp with the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. Really good hitter. Some speed. Um, not a ton of power. I think ultimately he kind of falls into a Ben Zobras kind of super utility role. But he's a guy that I have in a dynasty league, and I'm really looking forward to him getting considerable time in the major leagues this season. That is Bryce Terang. Number three and four, you can flip him if you want. In fact, number four, Gavin Stone, probably gets more of an opportunity this season than Bobby Miller. Bobby Miller, though, is one of the best pitching prospects in the game. You're talking three double-plus pitches, and then his fourth one could be an above-average, if not plus, pitch. His only problem is throwing strikes. He doesn't always throw strikes, but it is. He's athletic, so it's eventually going to come. I think the only thing that can slow this guy down is injuries, which always slows him down. Otherwise, I mean, it's to me, it's a minimum number two starter. It it's it could very easily be an ace type of uh, ceiling here, and that is with Bobby Miller. But Gavin Stone is as ready. He's got the big changeup. He's got that's his best pitch. And it is nasty. Uh, so and as we've said many, many times, guys that come into the league with great change-ups can have early success. Do not think that all of a sudden Gavin Stone is has the higher upside. That is just not true. I know of nobody who I've ever talked to. When I say the industry, I'm talking the baseball industry, not the fantasy industry, because people in fantasy have a tendency not to watch players. They simply look at the stat lines and read the box scores, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But people that have actually laid eyes on both of these players and understand pitching mechanics, there is no denying that Bobby Miller is the bigger talent here. But Gavin Stone is, is might be more ready than Bobby Miller, since we're talking this year. You might want to grab... Gavin Stone before you do Bobby Miller just for this year. Number five is Yuri Perez, who was my number one overall pitching prospect in the game. He's got the size, he's got the arsenal. He just needs to stay healthy. Uh, had, was a little banged up last year. He was on a fast path to the major leagues. Probably got slowed down. We could have seen him last year if he would have been full year healthy. I think we see him at some point this year. And to me, the ceiling is a fantasy ace. Number six is Francisco Alvarez. You know, he's had a couple of good games already in spring training. I have no idea where he plays. You know, Omar Navias is there. Uh, they say they want to bring Alvarez up as a catcher. If He might come up as a designated hitter, and they'll just call it a day and have him play the second half as their designated hitter. I mean, the offense is is definitely... Big, big offense. Uh, you know, defensively, you know, there, there's some issues with his catching that he's just going to have to learn the game. Is, is it ever going to be good enough to catch a Max Scherzer and the the cast of characters that are in um, uh, that are in New York? I don't know. Uh, I think there's a big open issue on that. But Francisco Alvarez can definitely play. Number seven is Brandon Fat P F A A D T, the highest. Pitching prospect in the Arizona Diamondbacks organization. He has got big stuff. He, you know, I've got him as a top 40 starting pitcher. You know, I, that could be low on, on him. Uh, I have him as a kind of very high-end number three starter. He could be more of a number two starter. Uh, doesn't have huge stuff. Doesn't have that one, like like we talked about with Gavin Stone, that great 
double plus change up or a double plus fast bosses everything is really good and whenever you see the sum of the parts are better than the individual parts that usually par points to a mid rotation starter depending on its control slightly more than that so that's why i came up with the grade could he exceed could he exceed that absolutely number eight is james outman outfitter of the los angeles dodgers one of tim's guys Look, he's an older prospect. He deserves a shot. The Dodgers are good at giving guys a shot, but there's a lot of guys on their team that deserve a shot. We've already mentioned two pitchers. We've already got Miguel Vargas. Would they dare have four rookies in their on their 26-man roster by the end of the season? They might, um, but he was really impressive last year. He just needs a shot, and if it were any other organization, I would say maybe he doesn't get it, but the Dodgers just have a history of giving kids that can play a shot, and I just call it a feeling. Just have a feeling he's going to get some playing time at some point this year. I think I have one share of James Outman, but I, it's not like I got tons of shares of Outman and I'm I'm willing him to get out there. It's it's not. It just look look. It was a. 31 home runs, 13 stolen bases last year. Uh, and then in four games with the Dodgers, he went six for 13. I'm not sure what else the guy has to do. Number nine is Kyle Harrison, uh, left-handed pitcher with the Giants, one of Tim's guys. Uh, Tim has drafted him, I think, in two or three leagues already. He's very big on him. I just, I've seen him pitch. Yeah, it's big stuff. It's good stuff. It's a guy that's going to get pit, uh, batters out, chance to be a number two starter. I just don't think the Giants are going to be very good and why burn up his service time. So I just don't know how much we're going to see of Kyle Harrison, but dude can pitch. Number 10 is Brett Beatty. He's already off to a 6-for-12 start in spring training, really making some noise to say, hey, send, take me north. Good player, more athletic than you think, faster than you think, even though he's never stolen any bases. Uh, I think he has a chance to be a full-time regular, a pretty good player at that. That is our 10. Let's take another break, get back, and uh, let me do the sleepers, which there are four. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No 
purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, righty, righty here. Uh, number one is a kid that's already uh, complaining about a sore elbow, and that is Andrew Painter. God, I hope that is not true, but how many times have we heard this story? It just, it's just, it's just happens. Big guys who throw hard, not big guys, young guys that throw hard so many times wind up injured. And let's just hope that there's nothing. He's going for some tests. You know, the same same report either before or after um, Andrew Painter today was Vlad, Jun- Vlad Jr. And he's not even going for tests. So the fact that it's serious enough that the team feels like he should go for tests is concerning. We'll see what the results are. Hopefully it's just, you know, a sprain of some type or, you know, just some rest and it'll be just fine. But uh, huge, huge talent and a guy that we're all wanting to see in the big leagues. I thought it was very questionable whether he'd be up this year or not. That's why I have him as a sleeper. And that is a guy that you should go out and draft in a traditional um, 15-team seven bench slot type of leagues. I just think I just think that's a big mistake. I think he's he's probably being overdrafted. And now that he's been hurt, that you know, we should find out in the next couple of days. Again, I don't want to say, hey, there's a big problem here. But if you're drafting in the next week before we hear news, you I mean it's it's a real gamble to take him. It just it just really is. Um next guy, get over uh Dre Jameson. I like Dre Jameson. Not a big guy, but really throws hard. Incredibly athletic. Um, doesn't always throw strikes, but I think it's all sitting there. I think he's a kid that could really sneak in and be a lot better than people think he's going to be. Uh, play, pitched very well. I, In fact, I picked him up in a, in a dynasty league last year after he made his uh, debut. Uh, pitched a 148 ERA. Uh, fastball sits 95 to 97, a 22-34 RPMs on his fastball. Good slider, good changeup. He's only six feet tall, and he's not going to get any bigger, and that's you know always a concern when you got kind of a shorter type of pitcher. Uh, might be homer prone because he doesn't have great plane on his pitches. Um, the next guy, sorry, got my, uh, let me go over here is Michael Bush, B-U-S-C-H, with the Dodgers. He's a second baseman. How does he get the opportunity? I have no idea, but he's got huge power. I don't know, struck out more than he ever has last season. I'm not, not sure what's all what all went on down there, but uh, he improved his strikeout rate as the season went along. A lot of those strikeouts were at the beginning of the season. This guy can play. Tim was a little down on him when we went through the Dodgers organization, and I think it's just... Attempts ever see him seen him play. It's just we've been talking about this guy for a long time. When's he going to come up? And yeah, that fatigue sets in with a lot of these players. Uh, I think Michael Bush has a chance to be a very good player, full time regular, if not more than that. Last guy is uh, Leover Paguera with the Pittsburgh Pirates. We saw him in a weekend series. Did not look lost. A plus defender at shortstop. A better defender than O'Neill Cruz. Um, Pittsburgh Pirates need all kinds of help. I think he can help. I think he's a sleeper because nobody's really thinking about this guy as they're going through drafts. In fact, let me get over to the NFBC 
uh, bring up here. Looks like I was setting my lineup for some reason. Probably just looking at my team. Uh, we go to the draft, uh, ADP, and let's see where Leover is going. L-I-O-V-E-R. Okay, search. There we go. And he is going 986, 750 ADP. So nobody is drafting this guy. Well, let's see. That's not true. He's been selected in 10 drafts <laughs> out of how many? Out of 602 drafts. So he is going in 1.5% of the drafts. I should have drafted him, but I didn't. I forgot who my last pick in that uh, <laughs> in that league was, but I did not take uh, Leo Vipoguera, but he is one of my my sleepers here. Let me look through some other. This I didn't mention Brennan Davis. He's hurt. I like the player a lot. There's Matt Mervis as well as a possibility. He needs a lot of things breaking for him to get the call. Um, there's LED like Cruz and Novel Marte. Look, if if Tim and I talked about that the Reds get out of the blocks good. LED like Cruz could be, you know, kind of an incredible call up if he gets the call. It's just, you know, Novia Marte was out of shape. If he comes, I haven't heard. In fact, I need to reach out to sign to some people in the Reds organization. They'll tell me the truth. Uh, see if, if uh, Novia Marte came in uh, to camp in shape. If he did, then, you know, there's a chance we see, we'll see him. Um, and Ellie De La Cruz is a total wild card. I mean, he'd be ripping through the minor leagues very, very quickly with that. Um, let's see. The Milwaukee Brewers. I do like Tyler Black. He's just about ready. There's a chance we see him. Henry Davis with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Maybe. I mean, he is the 1-1 overall. And... At a catcher position, it would be cool if they brought up both Indy Rodriguez and Henry Davis. I bet you we see Henry Rodriguez starting to play more positions because they want to get that bat into the lineup. Um, and uh, so you, you could see that. At St. Louis, uh, uh, Gordon Crisifo is a guy. Actually, he should have been on the list. really like Gordon Crisifo coming into the season this year. I'm sorry to have him on there. He should have been as one of um, – one of the kids that uh, I kind of like. So that is Gordon Grasifo. Uh, let's move her to the National League East. I don't believe there is anybody in the Braves. Nobody else in the Miami Marlins. Boy, Ronnie Mauricio with the Mets has already got three home runs. He, somebody's going to have to get hurt for him to get a chance to play, which is really a bummer. Uh, he's just He's stuck at the moment, but it's an interesting guy. There's nobody. Johan Rojas, maybe with the uh, uh, Philadelphia Phillies. Giff McGarry could come up in a bullpen role. Uh, it's an interesting guy. And with the Nationals, Kate Gavili is there. Yeah, I mean, look, I should have actually included him. So I did a lousy job here, guys. There's a couple, couple players. Kate Gavili and Gordon Garcia should have definitely been on this list because Kate Gavili is probably a guy that should be owned uh, coming into the season. Um, so, so there is that. And that's it. Let's, let's go over to the West. I think I've got half the, uh, Diamondbacks organization already up. Uh, don't think there's anybody else there. I mean, Zach Veen's already got four stolen bases in uh, spring training. 
there's an outside shot he comes up. You just you can't handicap what the Colorado Rockies are going to do. You just can't do it. Uh, so I have no idea. Maybe he'll come up. Maybe he won't. With the Dodgers, um, oh, Ryan Pepio. That's a guy that should be owned. Yeah, there's another guy. Boy, sorry, guys. I should have done it. I think I looked through, spent more time with the American League and, and just probably. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Didn't go back my second time with the National League, and I think that showed as I did the list. So that's not good. Uh, Cienega Padres, Eggy Rosario is hurt, so we probably won't see him. Uh, and plus, there's nowhere for him to play. Oh, Ethan Salas Jr., I, I tweeted this out. I um, tweeted with somebody. I tweeted, um, texted with somebody who saw Ethan Salas and said that this guy could be a superstar. He is the the kid that just signed for $5 million in international um signing period on January 15th. He is uh, Jose Salas's little brother and field a hit, power, athletic, better catcher than people thought, um, and huge makeup kid, just huge makeup kid. The guy was just gushing over Ethan Salas, so much so that I, I drafted him in our uh, supplemental Dynasty League that is now going on in the third round. So I jumped a little bit earlier than um, where I thought he should go. And people seem to be very, in our other Dynasty Leagues, they all grabbed him earlier. Uh, and maybe they they were smarter than me. But uh, but it's a catcher who's 16 years old. Uh, I guess he's 17. Well, no, he's probably just 16 or 17. But anyway, he's going to skip the DSL. He's going to start the season in the um, Arizona Complex League. And my guess is as aggressive as the Padres are, if he plays, plays decently in the first couple of weeks, don't be surprised if you see him in low A uh, at the end of the season or something crazy where they're so impressed with him during the, um, um, you know, the the spring training and just, you know, during April and May that they say, what the hell he's in, he's already in our complex. Why are we waiting on the complex league? Let's just throw him out see how he does um, at El, you know, Lake El Sonora. So we'll, we'll see, but I'm hearing, I just heard really, really good things. And I think there's buzz all over the internet about it as well as people are starting to see this kid play uh, San Francisco giants. Uh Oh, there's Heliot Ramos. Who knows? It's funny when when um, when when you haven't seen players, and then all you see is you look at their stat lines, and you go, "Gee, that guy looks like he has speed and power. He must be really good." And that's what people have been saying to Heliot Ramos. When you actually see him play, you realize that there's he's a low energy guy, and that's that's a thing that's holding him back. I mean, the skills are there, just don't know if the want is there. Um, Grant, uh, Von Braun, Von Braun is kind of an older player. It's in double A. Maybe he gets a call. It's an interesting guy. Grant McRae is also rel- is, is younger than uh, Von Braun, but he could be a guy that maybe gets the call. 
Sean Jelly, H-J-E-L-L-E. You'll probably see some time up in the major leagues uh, as well. Um, but yeah, so there's some extra guys. Uh, again, I apologize. I should have done a better job. Jay Groom, also from the Padres. I mean, there's not there's not a lot of depth. Well, there's no depth in the minor leagues. Everybody is, you know, the age of Ethan Salas. Uh, but Jay Groom is one of the veterans, left-handed, uh, drafted originally by the Boston Red Sox. If you've listened to our podcast, then you know the story of him. But he's probably just about ready how good he's going to be. I don't know. I saw him in high school. I mean, that guy could really, really pitch. It's just a real shame what's happened to his career. Um, I think that's it. Um, so we'll we'll cut it there. How long have we gone? Uh, 36 minutes. So that's pretty good. So uh, a little bit all over the place, not as organized, hopefully, as I usually am. But I think in the end, I got you some good names of people to think about as you're getting ready for your drafts and want to have a couple of guys on your team. And if you got really deep league only leagues, if you will, National League only league, a couple guys that you might want to consider grabbing. My one guy that maybe is going a little bit under the radar, just a little bit, might be Gavin Stone. And again, I have a tendency to not to grab pitchers in uh, drafts just because they're so volatile. The double changeup that he has is the one that's uh, got me a little bit more intrigued for this season. Talk to you guys. And oh, Tim and I will be here tomorrow recording, talking about closers, and I got all kinds of notes. Let's see, I'll just tell you some of, well, you've already heard it by then because that's going to come out before this stuff. Anyway, be well, everybody.